Hello. Hello. Um, welcome to the third episode of the Accidental Podcasters. Who thought that we would have gotten to um, episode three? But here we are. Here we are. Oh, nice jinx. Um, I think we're talking about chapters 16 to 22 today. Yes. But Lena, what have you been up to this week? Um, once again, not much. I've read some books. I watched some movies. Uh, that's that's what I do when I don't have uni. So, what about um, you? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, this was my exam week. So, had my exams. Now I'm on a break, finally. And Fun. yeah, I watched Silicon Valley <laughs> again. I'm almost done with it. Yay. I started Succession last night, so we're both on a TV yeah. thing yeah. right now. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I also watched Animal House that we mentioned in the first episode, which is one of David Fincher's favorite films, and I hated it. It's so <laughs> bad. It's not bad. It's like so unfunny and sexist and whatever. I've never um, heard of it until we read it in The Accidental Billionaires and you said that it was it was one of David Fincher's favorite films and yeah. then I looked it up and I still it still didn't ring a bell and now you don't like it so I will probably never watch it. <laughs> no, just don't. It's basically about this like guys who are in a fraternity. Um yeah. Whatever. Um yeah. So anyways, <laughs> uh, we should get started and we're very unprepared for this episode because yeah. um, there's no reason. We're just unprepared. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're going to start with chapter 16 called Veritas, Latin for truth. Yes, I knew that. I took Latin. In school. Well, in Italian, it's like, it's basically the same word without the S. So, okay. Well, yeah. in German, it's Wahrheit, which is not, not even close. Um, but yeah, I took Latin. I don't remember a thing. So, but still. <laughs> fact about me. Um, it's, it starts out that the first thing I have highlighted in my copy is that once again, Ben Mesrich, or Mesrich, I don't know has this weird thing about describing twins. <laughs> like he, he's once again, this like fantasy about imagining Tyler and Cameron making everything about, which honestly kind of matches up with the way that they talk about themselves on Twitter, but yeah. they yeah. imagine yeah. dressing up the same, like they were toddlers to um, like help them in their like business endeavors. It's really strange. Um, yeah. But yeah, again, apparently everyone stares at them all the time because they're twins, which they have it so hard. Yeah, right. And it's so hard for them because there are these two white men, cis men. Um, Big five, 220. Exactly. And they were cruel. So it's so hard for them. It's really hard to be the wing colossus. Mm hmm. Yeah. They grow crew so much, they don't have a lot of time to go on the fuck truck. 
Oh, right. <laughs> okay, but um, yeah, in this episode, yeah, oh my god, in this episode, what the fuck? In this chapter, uh, we have the meeting with um, Harvard president Larry Summers, um, mm-hmm. played by uh, Douglas Rubansky, who is Gary Oldsman um, manager and now also producer of Mank and he's uh, nominated for an Oscar. <laughs> I don't Yay. get the recognition that he deserves. Yeah. Okay. It's all connected. Yeah, everything, everything is connected. Um, but anyways, okay, so... Um, yeah, it's, it's th- that meeting and even before that, it's uh, Eduardo's recounts his initiation no, he doesn't. But there's a, the, the the statue of three lies is mentioned, uh, yeah. which in uh, Eduardo's initiation scene in the movie is very important. But yeah, yeah, I love how today I'm doing everything that you ate. Like I'm, I have like purple nail polish. Oh yeah, I'm true. Drinking coffee. <laughs> <laughs> yep, you do. I'm not a big fan of. Leonardo DiCaprio. So oh, yeah. well, we we didn't have to mention that since I'm like it's covered. But yeah, I know. I now can, everyone I can... knows that I'm wearing a Leonardo DiCaprio T-shirt. And now but... everyone knows that I hate coffee and the color purple. So yeah, in my defense, this is a Romeo plus Juliet T-shirt. Oh no, you're excused then. Okay. I take it back. <laughs> I didn't. I don't actually see your shirt, but you told me that you were wearing a. You should have led with that. Well, you could have just told me you were wearing a Roman Julia shirt. Anyway, wait, it does it does stay on the back? <gasps> oh, okay. Now I need that shirt. Yeah, well, I got it like a few oh. years ago, so you can't get it anymore. Well, yeah. <laughs> I sounded like a mean girl in a movie. No. <laughs> just going like, no, you can't wear the same thing that I'm wearing. <laughs> I was just telling you that there's no way you're gonna get it because I got it years ago. So you can't wear the Taylor Swift jumper that I'm wearing because she doesn't sell it on her shop anymore. So fuck it. (laughs) Okay. Um, Yeah, you can tell that we're very unprepared. So we're just... Yeah, but then also this chapter is just like the the it's it's really funny. The scene is still very funny because once again, the Vinka bosses are horribly entitled to whatever the fuck they, they think they're getting out of the this meeting with Larry Summers. Yeah. Because they see themselves as like members of the Harvard community and think they rule the world, but then also everyone at Harvard thinks they do. And so my favorite thing is that they actually put like they copy paste it like those I don't know, sentences from the Harvard student handbook. Mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck? Like, they actually really went for the student handbook as if it actually mattered. Um, and they are probably the only people who knew about that thing. True. Very um, true. Um, and also, you will notice in the book that every time there's something like official or actually of substance, um in the book it'll just be like copy pasted crimson articles or emails or blog posts and stuff like nothing that ben mesrick actually like 
found out through research. It's never in the actual text. It's just copy pasted and then the rest is weird fan fiction stuff. Yeah. Oh, I'm talking about that. Shout out to our friend Anya from Twitter. Oh, yeah. She actually told us that, um, I mean, they told you, but still, <laughs> now I know. <laughs> um, that, I'm um, sorry, Anya, I forward, uh, forwarded your message <laughs> yeah. to Martina <laughs> because we had to talk about this. Uh, on yeah. the podcast. Oh well, you can say that then. Uh, no, you you started. You go ahead because I. Why are you? It was about. Okay, so basically, Aaron Sorkin and Ben Masryk were writing simultaneously uh, the Social Network script and Accidental Billionaires in a hotel room. That's well, we don't know what Aaron Sorkin was up to, but like Ben Mesrick wrote the thing in a hotel room really quickly, which again explains the thing we talked about earlier in earlier episodes that if this book really reads as if there was not a single editor, so he wrote it in a hurry to get it to Aaron Sorkin. Yeah. So, yeah, interesting. That's a um, fun fact. Okay, anyways, what were you saying? Um, we were just getting into chapter 17. Oh, already? I think so. I don't yeah, think... Okay. Just... I just wanted to say that um, that scene with the Winklevosses and Larry Summers in the movie is one of my favorite scenes. Like, it's so funny. Me too. That it has some of the It's so fucking funny in his role. <laughs> and um, he delivers one of the most iconic lines, which is, punch me in the face and I'm devastated by that I think I'm devastated by that is better than punch me in the face that's just me but he has some of the best lines yeah um yeah because everyone's always talking about uh, sorry my pride is of the cleaners but can we please talk about um Larry Summers and also sigh with fellas I was going to say that because I there's so many little things and what one thing I've been obsessing over in my last three watches of the social network is Sai trying to get everyone to be quiet at the meeting and just <laughs> shouting fellas and it's so funny to me and I don't know why. Yeah. Well, okay. Because we can get into chapter 17 now. Mm-hmm. March 2004. Um, we finally have. Well, finally. <laughs> finally. I mean, he's a bit better in the book, I guess, than in real life. Well, well, I think he's just as annoying and weird. It's just that he's more yeah. hateable in the movie because yeah. Justin Timberlake just plays him as slime yeah. so, e as possible. Sean Parker, the one and only, the founder of Napster and Plaxo, whatever the fuck that was. I don't even know what Plaxo is, but yeah, he founded that. Yeah. So yeah, um, so he basically sees um, a, a Facebook page on a laptop at Stanford or something. Well, he just um, got late. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's no iconic um, uh, Dakota uh, Dakota Johnson cameo introduction scene. Very different. No one actually talks in this scene. 
Um, it's in his room, not in hers. So. Yeah, and then we just, it's just like a recollection of everything that is yeah, his own, like before um, getting to this point. And yeah, about Napster and whatever. And the, facts, the fact that he was kicked out of both the company that he founded. Um, and that whole thing uh, with Michael Morris that I suppose is um, Mitchell Manningham in the social network because Manningham doesn't really exist. So I guess that's the person. Um, yeah. And they're just talking about like how he thinks there are people following him. Um, he really imagines his his uh, life as a movie like he talks about villains and yeah but then also yeah. what's interesting is that he when he talks about how you know his his former friends kicked him out of the company it's about like sean believed he had lost both the company and his two former best friends which obviously there's some parallels to what we know happens um and then he says in silicon valley it happened all the time so yeah that's that um he sees himself as a superhero yeah, this he guy is page one thirty-seven. He wasn't a bad guy. He was a good guy in his view, even a superhero kind of. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, and then oh, we get to Peter Thiel, who founded PayPal. <laughs> we didn't know, and he's German. Yeah. Yeah. Good for yeah. him. Well, not really. Uh. Also, wait. Fun fact, because so I watched Hillbilly Allergy this week because I have mm. to watch all the movies um, uh, that were nominated for an Oscar. And I found out that, uh, okay, besides the fact that in the movie, they basically cut out all the parts that, uh, in which like um, the family is like Republican and stuff and their mentions of Trump, uh, because in the book, Wow, this is a big part. Um, so basically, the main character of the movie is this Republican guy um, who worked with Peter Thiel. And <laughs> Peter Thiel is a Republican. Shouldn't, shouldn't be surprised that all these like big name businessmen, uh, capitalists are Republicans. But yeah, I still have to watch that movie and I really don't want to. There's a few on my Oscar watch list that I've read. I'm really putting off that yeah, like on the top bad. of that. I don't want to watch these lists. It's so bad. It's really bad. It wasn't yeah. Glenn Close nominated for both the Razzie and the Oscar? Yep. Uh, that's going to be fun. Because, um, so the Razzie, the Razzies are the day before the Oscars. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> well... I'm really hoping she doesn't win the Oscar for this movie because it's gonna be so embarrassing. Yeah. Like for her. I wouldn't want to be her. Yeah. Yeah. Um so yeah. Oh, also the only person uh in this book that we like, actually two people, and they are Chris and Dustin. Because yeah. Chris is yeah. I guess yeah. Christy slash Kelly. But then also, all of the women in this book are also horrible because they're depicted by Ben Nesrake. So like, yeah. there, there isn't anyone to like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
Okay. Uh, oh, wait, uh, when uh, they mentioned um, MySpace in the book, I wrote Rachel Berry because every time oh, I read yeah. MySpace, I think about Rachel Berry. Yeah, I wasn't about MySpace. I was too young. Yeah, but yeah same. That's my I first, would... that's my only, like, the only association I have with MySpace is Glee. Yeah. I always think about her, like, Setting, setting up her, her camera and then recording herself, singing, oh my own, why am I singing? Okay, um, so yeah. <laughs> I don't know why that, that scene sent me so much. Well, anyways, um, yeah, so we know that Sean is always um, looking for the next big thing, um, which now apparently is gonna be Facebook on the Facebook he obviously he wants it to, wants them to drop the the because it's cleaner um and then in the next chapter we get into the restaurant scene oh my god chapter 18 New York City okay um yeah so they're in New York spring break I guess I don't know well, they're with Kelly. Okay, but wait. Okay, so uh, in that, there is like this website in which you can see, um, essentially link, I believe. You can see like if um, movies are actually, movies that are based on a true story are actually accurate or not. Mm -hmm. And when it comes to the social network and this scene, so according to Ben Mansrick, they went to that dinner with Kelly, who was Eduardo's girlfriend. But according to another source, they went with Priscilla, who is now Mark's wife. Yeah. But in the book, she doesn't. He doesn't meet Priscilla until like um, when they're uh, looking for interns, I guess. Yeah. Well, that's the first time that she's mentioned. So yeah. I don't know, Mark Zuckerberg, if you're listening. <laughs> What happened? Our biggest fan. Yeah, I know he's listening. Yeah, yeah. yes. So, well, we know that Priscilla was there and that they had met while all of this was going on, but we don't, no one still knows if, if she was in the restaurant um, and she's not in a movie, um, yeah. but she, we know it's, I was about to say canon. But like it happened in real life. We know that Priscilla and Mark, the real people, met in the early days of Facebook. Um, and then it's debatable whether, whether she was at the restaurant dinner. And also whenever, I feel like we should mention this again, whenever we say Kelly and or Christy, they're the same person. The names are just swapped in the book, in the movie. Okay, so the website... <clears throat> Sorry. So there is um, on... Wait, fuck, I... Okay, it's on Chase the Frog or something. I mean, that website, it says that it was Priscilla and they got the info from another, Chasing the Frog. They got the info from another book written by, I don't know who, but it's about the story of Facebook. And Mark Zuckerberg said that that book is way more accurate than Victimto Billionaires. So I guess that's true. I guess it was Priscilla. And it wasn't. Okay. It was okay. Yeah. yeah, but then also he's not, known for like correcting things so just yeah. because he says that it's more accurate 
which isn't hard, <laughs> probably. Yeah. Uh, I don't think Mark Zuckerberg really cares for correcting information that is out there about him. Exactly. We'll um, never know. Yeah. So, yeah, do you want to say something? <laughs> no, not really. The only thing I want to point out is, again, that it's mentioned that Mark is sitting there in uh, his flip-flops, obviously, and that damn fleece hoodie, which oh is the yeah. yellow fleece hoodie mentioned in the earlier ep episode in one of the earlier chapters. I don't remember which one. But besides the flip-flops in this book, there's another iconic piece of clothing that is mentioned again and again, which is a yellow fleece hoodie. So I'm just imagining that restaurant scene, <laughs> Jesse Eisenberg wearing a bright yellow fleece hoodie. And it's He's actually wearing like a beigey. It's kind of yellowish. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but maybe a bright yellow fleece hoodie. Exactly. But maybe, you know how men can really distinguish colors? Like, like you know, like straight men, like Ben Men's Rape. They're kind of, yeah. yeah. So I guess yeah. he could be wrong. Yeah. I'm just saying, I'm just imagining it. Yeah, but he, so he never he never actually saw Mark. So I guess that was Eduardo telling him. <laughs> so we should. I we don't. Should. Yeah, I don't think Eduardo to ever told Ben Mesrig about the specifics of I mean, Mark Zuckerberg's style yeah. choices. But it's so funny that it's just this detail that I keep seeing in this book is a yellow fleece hoodie. But yeah, it'll never be as iconic as the flip flops. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wait, I need to cough. I'm gonna mute myself for a second. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. I should have said I, something while you were muted, but it yeah. was. Yeah. I, uh, I swear I don't have coronavirus. I'm just. Yeah. Well, you can't give it to me, but just on Zoom. Yeah. Um. So I I wrote down. Eduardo's jealous. Yeah, he was very obviously jealous and he <laughs> says that Sean seemed like some sort of wild man, maybe even a little dangerous. So instead of a wild card, he calls him a wild man, which we're not going to get yeah. into the implications of that, but it also just sounds stupid. Yeah, and yeah, I guess it's basically really the same thing that goes on in the movie here. That's yeah. not really like the Baylor story, and yeah, that's exactly the same. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, and Mark very very clearly is obsessed with Sean. Um, it says that yeah. there's pure idol worship in his eyes. What was obviously jealous. We know all of this. It's a very should be an exciting chapter because I love the scene in the movie, but it's really. Yeah. Oh, there's actually no like mention of that analogy, like the Marlene and the Travis. Yeah, it's it's never in the it's not in the book. It's just the Sorkin thing. Yeah, which is one of the smartest things. Yeah, in the it's movie. so good. Yeah. Funny that it's not in the book. Anyway, um, yeah. So yeah, and then um, Kelly, whatever, mm -hmm. I would um, 
Sean and his girlfriend and Mark and Eduardo are left alone and Eduardo is jealous again and um yeah nothing else really mm. oh Eduardo's just like we don't need him yeah yeah Okay. Um, yeah. Chapter 19, spring semester. Oh, so the chapter starts out with um, Eduardo um, crushing one of Mark's lectures again. It says again, once again, which is so funny because like how many times did it actually happen? Um, but yeah, also, I like this part, and it's so funny that, like, it's not in the movie. Mm -hmm. Because, okay, so basically, they're sitting in class, and there's a VC sitting behind them and, like, waiting for them to finish their class or whatever. And this mm -hmm. is not the first time that it happened to them. I mean, it keeps happening that all these, like, VCs. Um, yeah, <laughs> just guys in suits showing up at Harvard and, like, the library in the Kirkland dining hall uh, and picking them up, and it's so funny. Yeah. Also, because like in the movie, like the fact that they don't have VCs is one of their like, is one of like Mark and Eduardo's like reasons. Yeah, it's one of the things they they fight about. It's very yeah. One of the changes made. One and another good one, I think. Um, yeah, they talk about like shares and ownership and and the fact that there's. Yeah, sixty-five percent for Mark, thirty for Wado, five for Dust, uh, for Dustin and Chris. Then based on the work he does, which is accurate to the truth and the movie, so no surprise there. Uh, and they also sold advertisements. How did I? What did I even say? Okay, so they sold ads to like people at Harvard, like the Harvard bartending course. Um, yeah. So they're actually getting money from ads. Yeah. And Mark started working on another um, project called Wirehog, which I'd never heard about. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like both because it's not in the movie and I've, I'd never heard of it, but also like the program, I've never heard of it, probably never took off. Yeah, but it was also supposed to like be incorporated um, in Facebook. So that's... Oh, yeah. Well. Uh, but yeah. Uh, the logo for Whitehawk is so fucking funny. <laughs> if you ever look at it, just look it up. It's so funny. I'll look it up. You'll get my... Yeah. Is it? Is there a hedgehog? Well, oh, a hedgehog. you have to. <laughs> I'm gonna... Oh my god. <laughs> it's an actual hog. Oh no. That's so ugly. No. Oh, oh, and it comes from an article. The, the picture I'm looking at comes from an article called Wirehog Zuckerberg's side project that almost killed Facebook. Okay. Um, so, yeah, so basically, um, Mark tells Eduardo that he's going to go to California. Mm -hmm. And yeah, Eduardo's a bit, you know. Yeah, and Mark. Uh, Eduardo stays, uh, not stays in New York, but goes to New York, keeps chasing advertisers, blah, blah, blah. Um, so they drift apart. Um, and there's, they, they, again, some more like relationship lingo because it says um, that, you know, 
Mark's in California, Eduardo had accepted his internship. They just have to find a way to make it work. That's how you talk about relationships. Yeah. Well, whatever, whatever works for them, I guess. Yeah, um, I don't judge. Yeah. And, um, and then there is like that, um, so they're interviewing interns, Mark is interviewing interns. Mm -hmm. And we have the first mention of Priscilla. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. So basically, Mark has a girlfriend now, apparently. Mm -hmm. Which is, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's so yeah, it's the, the iconic um, OS lab scene with Welcome to Facebook, where they have to do the initiation, uh, yeah. which is Mark's weird version of a final club initiation. Um, um, yep. Yeah, and how much could yeah. go wrong in a handful of months? And another one, I even wrote uh, like that this is, it's so annoying. Like Ben Mesrick's horrible foreshadowing is so annoying because I feel like he's he, he's used this exact phrasing before. And yeah. we're not, well, we are halfway through the book, but he keeps using this, what could go wrong? And his we best friend would never betray him, right? It's so stupid. We could, I could literally like count all the chapters in which he ends it with like a question. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's gonna be like more than half of them. It's yeah, and like I learned this in my first semester of like being an English major student thing is like that. This is not how foreshadowing works. This is lazy writing. Like foreshadowing is subtle and uh, this it's it's like I could go on about this, but I won't. Um, okay. Yeah. Can we move on to chapter twenty? Yeah. May 2004 is what yeah. it's called. So we have um, Tyler, Cameron, and Divya that, um, so they have uh, changed the name of Harbor Connection to Connect You. Mm -hmm. um, and so basically what they're doing here, I don't even know because I don't remember this chapter because I don't give a shit about Winkle Bosses, but um, I think they're launching <laughs> Connect You. I don't even know. Um, uh, well, they keep uh, trying to contact Mark, um, and there's right. like one email from Mark. Um, well, not an email to the the the, the twins, but just Mark's response um, when they try to get the ad board involved. Um, and like, I'm kind of appalled. They're threatening me after the work I've done for them, free of charge. Blah blah blah. They they just keep going on, um, and then. <laughs> But on the last page of the chapter, uh, it says that um, Cameron saw Mark like across campus, um, and he tape taken like a step towards him, and Mark Mark just ran away from him, and that's the funniest thing. Which I mean, it's it's mentioned kind of in the Larry Summers meeting when he says that he chased him. You chased uh, so him. Another, you chased him. <laughs> it's another thing that's kind of out of like not chronological order because who knows what the actual chronology is, but yeah, yeah, this is mentioned after the Larry Summers meeting, but that's this chapter, um, nothing really exciting. But another thing that just annoys me is that Ben Merzik just 
misuses words like early on he says that um they renamed it connect you to overcome the trauma of what had gone on over the past few months like just because you're beefing with mark zuckerberg doesn't mean you're traumatized like just don't use big words that have meaning if you don't know what how to use them (laughs) tell him okay well this was fast okay chapter 21 Mm -hmm. i don't i guess serendipity thank you you're welcome. <laughs> okay. So uh, Mark and uh, Justin and um, Andrew and who else? I don't know. Uh, the interns and someone else are in California now. Mm-hmm. And um, so basically, yeah, it's just the same as in the movie. Just that it basically starts out with like Sean instead of Mark, Justin and the others. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, they have a zip line to the pool, and uh, well, the chimney breaks <laughs> up, and Sean is there, and yeah, I guess that. Mm-hmm. it's not really interesting, I guess. Um, that's far it's not. Yeah. yeah, there's a Green Day mention, oh, which okay. not exciting to anyone but me, but it made me personally jump because. Yeah, I, I've, Green Day has been my favorite band since I was eight or something. So that was just weird because I know I don't like it. Just keep them out of this. Like, I don't care. Don't make me, don't put this in here. Yeah. And also, I really cannot like read their name. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, we know. Yeah, I know. I, d- I don't, yeah. Um, <laughs> but it says, um, they played a lot of alternative and hardwired rock, a lot of Green Day, Sean noticed, which seemed appropriate for a group of hacker types with anarchistic streaks. I don't, I don't know where he got the anarchistic streak from, but anyway. Yeah. Okay. And, well, Eduardo's not there because he's got an internship in New York, so it's just in New York. And, um... Mark was there and he was reading Facebook. Yeah, they're clearly all very, very busy coding. Um, And it's kind of written from Sean's perspective and he keeps wondering what, where's Eduardo Severin? Um, He talks about how Eduardo, from his perspective, always saw himself like as a businessman. um, And Sean thinks that Eduardo wasn't really interested in being there anyway. Um, and then at the end of the chapter, it seems like Sean is kind of fantasizing about how he can kick Eduardo out, or he expects that to happen sometime, um, because that was something that happens all the time in this game. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Okay. In chapter 22. Yes. Also, chapter 21, once again, ends with not one rhetorical question, but three. <laughs> well, but yes, let's move on. Let's move on. California Dreaming, chapter 22. Oh my God. Okay, so the opening of this chapter is just so funny because it's like... <laughs> it just wrote rain. Yeah, but also, like, it's so, like, emo boy Eduardo. <laughs> it is. It is. It's him. Like, 
Yeah. Rain coming down. Staring out of the window. <laughs> yeah. Um, headphones in, listening to Mr. Brightside. <laughs> Starting to realize that his girlfriend was crazy. Yeah. Or um, was she? So he is going to California and um, yeah, it's just a mm -hmm. bit. He's feeling a bit weird because of everything that's been going on because Mark is weird on the phone. Like he's weird in real life, but on the phone he's even weirder, of course. Yeah. Um, so it's like, yeah, well, everything is gonna be fine after we, sh we see each other. Um, yeah, so he's going there um, because there's a party, isn't it? Yeah, he's... he's um... <laughs> It's, it's okay. just four pages of him in uh, the plane contemplating his life and how Mark doesn't respond to him and how he doesn't really like his girlfriend and stuff. And then at the airport, this is a big change oh. because Mark picks him up. With Dustin. With Dustin, which I love because then Mark, Dustin and Wado kind of go on a road trip and Dustin's driving and Sean Parker was nowhere to be seen is what yeah. Eduardo says so um and it gave Eduardo time to reconnect with Mark on the drive over from the airport also the usual nature of their relationship relationship I'm sorry yeah yeah oh. yeah. yeah also wait we didn't mention it but like this book is it's Okay, another thing that is weird about this book is that, um, so uh, according to this book, I guess, uh, Chris is not in California, but actually Chris went to California for the summer. Yeah. And then he went back to Harvard to finish school. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but he was in California for the summer. And it's so weird that it's not mentioned here because there are pictures of him in California. <laughs> so, yeah, okay, good. Um, I guess good research, Mr. Mansrick. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and they're just going to this party. Mm -hmm. uh, and there's Victoria's Secret models. Oh my God, no. <laughs> this is my worst nightmare, okay? It's, I hate it's this. So horrible, and I'm so glad it's not in the movie because I couldn't have watched this. Um, also, yeah, so out of character for like Phil Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> yeah, for Phil Mark Zuckerberg, but I mean, I don't, I, I can totally see this happening, and apparently it happened. But also Wado's, you can see it. Um, yeah, it's but also Wado's response in this book is so funny because he's so obviously jealous. Um, because then this Victoria's Secret model which she's her body is described in a very disgusting way but then like she comes up to mark and eduardo's going insane yeah <laughs> it's like she was gorgeous and she was talking to mark and the she was talking to mark is like printed in italics and he's so like like wado notices every single thing this woman does like she reaches forward and touches mark's legs and then wado gasps yeah um it's so funny yeah, so basically, Mark lives with a Victoria's Secret model. 
she yeah mark cheats on priscilla yeah that's yeah. what happened that's what's happening here and what is incredibly jealous but then also it's just like we're just reading about this like real person mark zuckerberg cheating on his wife in the early days of their relationship um, yeah. and that's just something that's out there so god okay well the next day we have another mention of this Victoria's Secret model and what happened with Mark like we don't care just stop okay Come. <laughs> and, um, they go to um, a meeting on a yacht okay mm -hmm. um, and uh, this guy is basically obsessed with exotic food and they eat something illegal oh koala koala meat yeah they eat koala meat yeah what the fuck yeah i don't really it doesn't really make a difference to me but it's just so funny that the, that it's illegal <laughs> um yeah yeah and they're just like eduardo like thinking and thinking yeah oh, important not important but i think it's very very important to me because the scene in the movie is very near and dear to my heart is um mark wakes up to christy um wait what oh yeah no um no it does it is what happens it, it ends with i was confused but it ends with uh christy setting um the present on fire yeah yeah so and apparently uh, because the fire department was called, um, and people were talking about arresting her <laughs> for being for, for like arson, which doesn't happen in the movie, but it's so funny. I I just imagine like a deleted scene of Brenda Song being like uh, like in handcuffs. <laughs> oh my god! Please, <laughs> just being shuffled off, and what well, was just there? Yeah, yeah, funny. Well, okay. We're done for today. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. That was twenty two. One thing that I wanted to mention. So basically, I don't know which episode it was, uh, but uh, because I'm binging Silicon Valley, so I don't really know. But I'm pretty sure it was season four. So basically, there is like this assistant. I don't. She's not really an assistant. I guess she is because he has like five assistants. Whatever. Mm -hmm. So there's this guy. Uh, with his assistant, right? And in this one episode, she's like, I've been to Sean Parker's wedding and I was one of one of the bridesmaids and he had um, bunnies that you could pet. And I looked it up and it's actually true. What? Okay, so Sean Parker's wedding was insane. So he, I think he got so many complaints because he was like, so like, um, not really environmentally friendly. He got like a pond built and then uh, there, there's like this whole forest that, um, yeah. There's what the fuck? Forest. It's so weird. If you look it up, it's weird. Yeah, I'll look it up later because that's in, that's yeah. insane. It's, it was so pretty, but like, what the fuck? Why do you, why? Everything I have learned about Sean Parker, I have learned against my will. Yeah. <laughs> okay well whatever yeah and so 
Well, I told you already, but he, uh, if you look up like Sean Parker house on YouTube, there's this video of him showing yeah. his house and it's so weird. It's really weird. Every like mansion or just like rich people house tour I see on YouTube, most of them are either boring or just plain ugly. So there's only like a couple standouts, namely Dakota Johnson and David Diggs. Yeah. And Emmy Raver. Um, okay. Yeah. So next week, we're going to finish the book with yep. probably two special guests. But we're not going to tell you. <laughs> we're Mark Zuckerberg and Eduardo Saverin. They're finally going to talk for our podcast. Yes, they approached us. They begged yeah. us to be able to come on their favorite podcast. Exactly. Uh, yeah. And then after that, um, we're going to rank the characters, I guess. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to rank, rank the characters. And also maybe do like a David Fincher ranking, either just his feature films or <laughs> his music videos and commercials. Yeah. <laughs> and then our, our idea was to uh, watch movies and kind of review them and talk about them. But like mm -hmm. movies in which like the people from the social network were in. So we're definitely going to talk about the internship mm -hmm. with our friend and Max Mingela expert, Mia. I thought you were going to say with Mia and Max Mingela. <laughs> oh, but yeah. fine, we'll make do with just Mia. Yeah, we're sorry about that. Um, we could like just DM <laughs> Do you want to be on our podcast and talk about the internship? Yeah. Well, my ideal guest would still be Joe Mazzello, but that's just me. Yeah. Same, but it's not really responsive. We could write him a letter. I think we should. Yeah. We should. I yeah. absolutely yeah. We should. Yeah. Okay. So, so I think that's it for yes. this week. It is. Okay. Well, we'll see you. I mean, you'll listen to us in the next episode. Till then. Bye. 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 <laughs>